0: Good evening, universe. Uh, That was my cough suppression technique to keep from expulsion. Uh Uh-oh, here comes an expulsion. And there it goes. Uh, Yeah, it's Sunday night. I didn't take the trash out. Damn it, I forgot. No, I didn't forget. I chose to set my alarm for 6.20 tomorrow morning to do it in the morning. I know, that's so procrastinating lazy. I know. Especially because the cat box needs to be changed tonight. But instead I'm going to change it tomorrow in the daylight. There may not be any daylight at 6.20 in the morning, that's true. Oh, shit. My excuses are lame. But not not my other excuses. Some of my other excuses are good. The ones for not taking the trash out on Sunday night, those are all lame. Hang on a second, I dropped something. Well... I think I must have been kidnapped by aliens, and then they reset the time right back to exactly then. Because that's the only explanation for where the dab tool ended up. There's no way it could have gotten there from where I dropped it. No way. So, aliens, when you reset my bedroom and you put me back in the exact spot, you forgot to put the dab tool in the right spot. Right? I mean, how else could it have wedged itself where it did, considering I dropped it behind myself? it can't have fallen forward and then tripped into a spot under the comforter and wedged into the sideboard of the bed. I just, I don't see how that could have happened. Okay. But I probably wasn't kidnapped by aliens. I'm probably just misapplying the laws of physics again. Okay, I can live with that. But what I... I get on to talk about drugs. No, I don't think so. Although, I was thinking if you could come back in your next life, if you could choose right now the one thing that you would guaranteed get away with in your next life that's kind of deviant, like let's say you wanted to be um, uh, a politician, that's all I came to mind. Every single thing I thought of had to do with a politician, okay. So, instead of coming back as a politician, um, because I think if you're coming back as a politician, you pretty much have to be a lizard in a skin suit. If you're coming back as a human, well, okay, here's mine. I would love to be in contact with, like, premium grade shit. Now, maybe I should shut my fucking mouth, because guess what this round of life got me? Contact at ridiculously affordable prices of premium-grade marijuana. Medical-grade. Above medical-grade. This is, this is new frontier level of marijuana. I may be in the golden age of buying marijuana, in the state that is the golden state for buying that marijuana. <sighs> but what if you had a contact that could get you like 99% clean, cocaine or meth. Ding, indeed. Pause. Okay, but what I would wish for in my next life is that kind of contact without any of the repercussions. I, I just... Society needs to free up the mental push that comes with the skin suit and the, um, the cooperative... Ingredients that can be, what, soul-enhancing? Mystical? Coffee! All right. Clearly, I'm still bathing in the nickels that were the Cartman experience of my lifetime. That mushroom trip has reset me so fundamentally that it's as if I want to go find the same level of... (laughs) Of, of contribution to my progress in some other synthetic form. And yes, mushrooms are natural. I get that, I get that, I get that, I get that. So, bringing up crystal meth was, even for me, probably a bridge too far. But the cleanest drug experience I ever had was high on crystal meth. Real crystal meth. Like, I happen to know somebody who was in cahoots with one of the big-time operations And uh, coincidentally, was fortunate enough never to have really dabbled in what was there, because had I known, I'm sure again, much like that pill-popping aversion kept me out of that mass grave somewhere in my 20s, well, not knowing that Mr. Double B was that hooked into clean-as-fuck product, Kept me from going into a mass grave in my thirties. So, sometimes what you don't know is the best thing about what you do know. You know, exactly, totally. I knew you knew. All right, let's just get one thing out of the way. Well, let's get several things out of the way, really. And this wasn't even one of them. I mean, it is obviously. Wow. Okay. Pause. Wow. We're okay. I had a great day, um, and I even ended up basically volunteer working for seven and a half hours. But even that was fine. I enjoyed myself. I have found that I can enjoy myself in almost every circumstance now. I have happiness throughout my life, and uh, I don't really know why. I, well, it's not even happiness. It's that I'm content. And happiness is fine. Like, yeah, I can have laugh-out-loud moments almost across the board with anybody at any moment. Everything makes me upbeat. And nothing makes me feel, you know, like, oh my God, this is such a rush. I've got to get even more of it. Nope. The people around me, frankly, are coming at me in doses that are almost exactly right. And I hope I'm having the same effect. And I think today I did have that effect at least on one or two people. And uh, I never want to be overwhelming, and I can be for sure. So I try to check in on the on the light, as it were. Just a sentence or two here or there with a coworker that clearly needs to hear that, hey, I think your braces look great. And I think I'm uh, excited to see what they look like when they come off. Not that I think that... I said that. I just wanted to make sure she knew. That the first day I'd seen her not in a mask. Because now I understand that she has braces. Well, don't reverse. <laughs> Fucking right, man. You are taking control of whatever in your life you want to take control of. Do not be ashamed of anything. There's no timing run that you need to be on. There's no sequence of events that needs to be followed. Do what's right for yourself. And... Yet, uh, everyone's beautiful. The whole masking up thing was terrible. The idea that people feel more comfortable masked up than they do as themselves makes me sad. And I'm not a good looking guy. I don't give a fuck about your looks. I'm saying your person really only emanates from within your entire face. So any of that being covered up, well, there's no reason for those insecurities. And I think we were thrust into those positions not entirely with good intention. I think some of that was to make us feel insecure. But I think a lot of shit, I know I could be wrong about most of it, so don't listen to me, right? Pause. Do you believe that wrath? Yeah, that's what I believe. I do believe the last round of coughing may have woken up my dog. So enough of hits. Well, I mean, there's never enough. But let's take a pause. Like this one. Pause. Okay. You know, I found some old notes. And uh, one of them I had forgotten all about. And I am so glad I found this note. Because I have a phenomenon that um, I describe as clean burps. And what this phenomenon is, is once in a while, I will wake up and I will have what I can describe as um, uh, the mildest burp you can have. Not like a big old roaring uh, fizzy carbonated beverage burp, right? No, more like a bloop, bloop. You know, just a. Uh, here's the part though. It doesn't really matter that think of them as tiny burps. But what it always is is as if I'm expelling, um, what, 100% oxygen? Or, yeah, I guess that's as close as I can come to describing it. Because every other burp, has the taint of whatever is coming up with it. Whether that be stomach acid, stomach reflex, just indigestion, goop, who knows. But these burps, there's none of that. As a matter of fact, there's not even the, the, there's there's a Christmas to air to me um that you that i've only experienced differences in conditions where i'm using breathing apparatus like breathing from a tank or whatever um and even the the one thing that i can say this feels reminiscent of is a time when i went to something called an oxygen bar in toronto and <clears throat> what we did was sit at these stools and order varieties of oxygen tanks. They were these like uh I don't know 2 liter bottles, not 2 liter, more like 0.75 liters and these skinny little bottles with this uh this tube breathing apparatus on it. And they were like 750 each. And this was back in the 2000 this was before 2000, the late 90s. And uh And there was such a cleanness to the the gas. It was nothing like being at the dentist or being in a medical facility or anything. The gas was tasteless and odorless, except then when you tasted the infused gases. But when you tasted the pure oxygen, which was your in-between taste to clear your palate... (laughs) I know, how stupid is that? Point is... (laughs) That sip of pure oxygen is the reverse of what I get coming up during these clean burps. I don't know what else to call them. They're so clean, they feel like proof that I'm an NPC because somebody wrote a program that this is what a burp is. I don't know why it activates in the mornings, but it's wrong. It's not what a burp is. It's a clean burp. Pause. So what I figure is the mornings of my clean burps. I must have been in the alien ship the whole night before, sucking down 100% oxygen. Now I got clean burps, right? Burp. But I will throw this one out to the universe, because I would be intrigued as hell if anybody has experienced this. Clean burps. I would also be intrigued as hell if anybody has experienced this. The feeling... Of walking into spiderwebs, but not actually walking into spiderwebs. I've done it at least 50 times. And no, 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 no. This has nothing to do with the Black Widows. Nothing. In fact, I, there's not a single spiderweb have I walked into that I thought was a Black Widow spider web. It's not that kind of experience. It's, and I, I've walked into plenty of spiderwebs. Fuck, I work in the garden department at Home Depot. I've walked into a lot of them. And, uh, the, you know, fuck, the feeling's awful, right? You're always like, oh, my God, oh, my God, fuck a spiderweb. And, um, but there's always some physical matter that helps you realize the calamity that you've just gotten involved with. And usually it's light, but once in a while, you've walked into a fucking doozy. And, uh, spiders crawling on your fucking face or something. I mean, it can happen, right? And, uh. And so I know what I'm talking about. What I don't know is why between, I want to say 2017 and 2019, I was constantly feeling the sensation of walking through spider webs when it wasn't happening. And normally it would happen somewhere where, frankly, it could be happening. It was never like I'd feel like I was walking through spiderwebs in the frozen section at Safeway. No. No. I would be in my backyard at two in the morning, going through bushes, but it wouldn't actually be happening. Or going through, like, doorways, or even gateways, or... I mean, and this was, well... This was another fucking shit was going on. So maybe I was just in the midst of some sort of psychotic break. Could have been. But I've never admitted that to anybody. Actually, Lily knows about it because she was there while it was happening. But, uh, yeah. What the fuck was that about? I'm, I'm less comfortable with that than I am with the, the scattered noise uh, hallucinations. The, the distant mumbling and speaking in other languages and shit like that. That stuff doesn't even really bother me. Because, I don't know. The patterns in that can be so mundane sometimes that that feels a lot easier to blame on tricks of the mind. But the spiderweb thing, I mean, it fucking happened way too much. Way too much. To be something that isn't something I wonder what the fuck was it. Pause. Oh, and the, t- the tinnitus. The tinnitus since October has just been awful. And it's piercing as fuck right now. Like, almost to the point where... I, God, why do I have to think of it? There are two things you don't talk about, God damn it, Fight club and tinnitus. And I talked about tinnitus. Now I just talked about fight club. I'm going to punch myself in the eye, see if that fixes my tinnitus. Pause. Hey, why do we have CYA strategies? Why are we so harsh and critical... That we need them, really? Why? Why do we have them? Pause. Oh, and why was today a good day? Because in Mario Kart, against two completely superior opponents, I actually won a race. Yep, fuck them right. Took one down. Yeah, old man still got it. At least one race out of thirty. Boom. Pause. Now, um, paying homage where it is due, the initiator of the entire, um, Mario Kart tournament, uh, idea, the conceiver of said plan from the get-go, wiped my fucking ass all over the floor. Just to be clear, never even, never even was competitive against her. I'm not sure if she also did that to the other competitor, whom I was lucky to beat once. It's possible I wasn't really paying that much attention because I kept finishing in 12th. But, oh my God. I saw some skill today that reminded me of what it used to be like to play video games all the time and be that good at them. I am not in that category anymore. No, 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 no. Oh, no, 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 no. No, never, never will be again. You know, it's not possibly a game like Coltsap Saga. I mean, if you can't play a video card game, then you're old. Too old. And yes, that was sarcasm, all you 20-somethings who think everything's so fucking literal these days, by the way. Okay, let's move on. It's an 1818. Look at that, pause. Okay, so we're not going to get through all of this. In fact, we might not get through more than one of these. But um, I do have this random page of notes that. Well, it looks like Lily either drew a man in a sombrero or, shall we say, the other man in the sombrero all over it. Who knows? Whatever. I can still read it, even if it does have a big pecker on it. And we're going to go to this one first. We love a great story. And don't we? I mean, don't you love going to see a great movie for the first time? Seeing Pulp Fiction for the first time was fucking great. Um, and seeing it on Tensa of Hits of Acid was fucking great. We love a great story. Um, and I wonder sometimes if that isn't because the whole point of being here is the story we're living to tell ourselves, right? Isn't being the star of the show somewhat exhilarating? For me, it is. I love that I have no idea what tomorrow will bring. It's a day off. I have nothing planned out. Nine things could happen. Sixteen, I'm probably not even thinking of Will. And at the end of the day, I'll have a great story. I always do. We love a great story. Anyhow, I thought that was um, worthy of putting in the notes. So let's see what else is over there. I wonder if that's why propaganda works so easily. Do we just... Do we get into a mindset where we want to be told stories? Do you think? That's possible, right? Like reality gets a little too real. Things like war... Having never been to war feels like a loss, because that's got to be the harshest experience the planet really has to offer, is life or death combat against another of your kind. Feels ominous. Okay, so why does our mind resist meditation? That is a good one. Why does our mind resist meditation? Why is it so hard to stop the train of thinking about yourself? How does one remove oneself from the dialogue? Um, I know a lot of people succeed through guided meditation. I have a couple of tricks I use. One is to try to find the blackest place I can find in my mind and to continue getting blacker and blacker. And the idea being that I'm trying to shut out everything other than darkness. And by doing that, I tranquilize myself. And then can follow a chain of thought that feels... Inertial, inertial or initial—I <laughs> uh, don't know. I don't use that one very often because I use that one um, more as a technique for calming myself in unusual situations. Um, it's it's a good one if you aren't waiting in a line and have to move. Um, let's say you're. Let's say you sit down at the DMV. And your number is 83 and they're on 11, right? So, if if you just close your eyes and try to make the entire situation continue to get darker and darker and darker in your face. Like, can you make your eyes go black? This is a racial, just to be clear. Tranquility into the void is the goal. So, I use that one. Um... And I also use the, well, where did, that come from? where did that thought 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 come from? Backtrack your thoughts. Don't forward think them, backtrack them. And then ask them to shut up. Well, where did that thought come from? And pretty soon, your thoughts won't come from anywhere. They'll be deliberate. If you keep reverse engineering what you're thinking now, you'll never think forward until you've cleared the clutter of your mind. So I use that one too. I'm not very good at meditation, so you shouldn't follow my advice. What you should do is you should try a variety of techniques. Those are just two that work for me. I've tried maybe five that don't very well. I don't like trying to... um, I do not like trying to do things like... um, like concentrate on the, the biggest wall you can imagine walking forward into. How, how does it feel? Where do you go? Left, right, up, down. You know what I'm saying? Like, concentrate on something so dull that at some point your mind collapses into tranquility. Some, some people that works. I don't know. There's a hundred ways to meditate. But if you don't take the time to train your mind to be both lucid and tranquil, then I think all of the signals that are being sent at you simultaneously to tell you to be otherwise have a huge impact. If you can step outside of that and at least have moments of lucidity and tranquility, the impact and bombardment of what's coming at you isn't so overwhelming. At least it has been, for me, uh, a big benefit of meditation. Just a little bit of it has been a big benefit of calming me the fuck down. Pause. Alright, last but not least, let's end here because it's already 11.41 in real time. And it's 2427. Oh, we almost had 2424, but we don't. So I'm going to take a bong hit to celebrate the missed opportunities. Okay. On the uh, 2440, why is the loss of privacy such a big goddamn deal? Well, I fear one that in 20 years that question won't even be asked. But let me take my stab at it while there's still a chance somebody might listen. What's not good about being part of the collective? The void. Not the void. Not the void. Not the void. But, <clears throat> hold on. Behind the veil, in um, in between lives, whatever. Hang on. There is no privacy. There's no concept of privacy. And you don't you don't care that's not important there but one of the reasons to manifest into um a soul splitted variation like a human is the inner thought why do you think you have an inner dialogue because part of you is here to record and narrate and think through a life on earth. Um, well, of course, well, I don't know, can you see I, I I, still believe that your inner dialogue, your thoughts, your brain, Hakuna Matata moments are yours. Now, could they be manifesting from some deep source within you that is tied to some infinite soul? Okay, fine. Maybe, sure, whatever. But it's still yours. And the idea that that isn't precious enough to have been demanded throughout all of the nonsense of technology that's taken over our lives. Take over our lives with technology. But don't take away my privacy. (laughs) Said nobody ever.